Thank you for listening to Lone Star Community Radio. This program was broadcasted and recorded live from the LSCR studios in downtown Conroe, Texas. Lone Star Community Radio is supported by listeners like you. Donate and sponsor today. For more information on getting involved with Lone Star Community Radio, contact us at lscrstudios at gmail.com or visit us online at www.irlonestar.com. You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KCCC LP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Good afternoon, everybody, and thank you so much for coming to join us in this great uh, streaming. Uh, yeah, I can't think of anything. Can't think of anything streaming. You know, it's podcasted too, Cindy. You know, what podcast is. Do I know what a podcast? Do you know is? what a podcast is? Uh, it's where you don't see things. Cindy, what I love is that you hopped in, you had no plan. You jumped into that intro and you did not know where you were going. (laughs) Welcome to this beautiful streaming uh, convergence of (laughs) media. What will scare Cindy the most right now is she is AI now. Oh, she's chat, chat GPT. You Cindy. are now part of the AI. I'm a bot. I'm collective. a bot. I'm a bot. I'm a bot. Cindy, will you write me my book report from 10th grade, please? <laughs> are you are you into that? Have you, I, have you I, been I've, there? I've messed with it a little bit. I mean, I, I'm, I'm aware of it, and uh, I have played around with it just because it seems like it's the end of the world, and so I wanted to go check it out. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm a, a minister by profession, and so I, in my mind, I'm like, Okay, let's see what it can do here. So I went on there, and you know, and I said, "Chat GPT." Yeah, I said, "Type me, uh, or, or create me a ten-minute sermon about John three sixteen." And I'll tell you, it pumped out like some stuff you could stand up in front of a group of people and read, and they'd go, "Oh, wow, that was really good." What? So if what you ever get it? asked to like teach a class or anything like that, yeah. just Chat GPT, type it in. Uh, it'll it'll produce exactly what you need, and you go I'll from there. I'll still say, do one hey, for Austin three sixteen. Yeah, for Austin. Yeah, you, you could do Stone Cold. Write me a speech in the in the voice of Stone Cold Steve. Austin. I know you may be totally confused, but you are listening to the Cindy Cochran show. Yes, you are, and uh, the voice that you heard was a little more male, and that's uh, Connor Hall. A little bit more, yeah, yeah, just slightly. He's an owner. He's a male a- owner. Yeah, that's um, right, and I'm glad to be here. I'm, I'm so I'm going to get Cindy so good today. <laughs> I'm going to get her Mute so good. Y'all shouldn't today. talk before the show because it it, it loads <laughs> it loads Dick up with uh, ammunition. I love you, Cindy. <laughs> Stop it. Okay. All right. <clears throat> okay. Uh, Connor Halstead is the church life minister at Conroe Church of Christ. Yeah. And uh, we're going to be talking about his exciting job, and then we're going to talk about. <laughs> His most favorite Easter memory. And I know that Richard didn't have any, but um, he may join in because he's got a mic right to his face. I knew he was going to become part of this show. Uh, does, he not norm- does he not normally no, join in on no, the show? No, we'll, we'll have a show just between he and I that we'll talk. Uh, and, but, okay, but if there's but a guest, he's not supposed guests. to talk. Yeah, he's not. It, well, he's, so what's the deal, well, dude? Connor and I used to have a show together, so I feel I like know. I'm allowed to do this. That's you, true. You want to reminisce, I'm sure. Yeah, for, for for a long time, uh, me and Richard did the Ticket Stub you with, with Chris Appel. It. You can still listen to it. Uh, do you know sometimes you accidentally will post other things onto that channel? Like every well, now and then I'll pull my, have, my podcast up, and it'll say, like, new episode from the Ticket Stub. And I'm like, what the yeah, heck? Have they restarted this thing without me? Unfortunately, <laughs> uh, some of the shows we have start with the T. Yeah. So when there's I one post called like them, Texas Ticket or something. Yeah, Texas Ticket, and then there's what's the other one that has a T in it? But yeah, they're all right next to each other. So when I just click it, and I'm like, oh, didn't even know. Yeah. So, but there's no new episode. I mean, we have, I can we delete like the podcast if you want me to. That would I'll actually that post- would prevent me from ever doing yeah, that. I mean, again. it's for posterity, though. You know, I mean, I, we got like a hundred and something episodes. Up I know. There. I miss it. I w- I want to talk movies with Cindy, but Cindy's movie choices are so weird. Yeah. Like like what like what's the most recent movie like, you've seen, Cindy? Yeah. Um. Um, um, I can't remember. Nothing, nothing. I can't remember. Well, part of, the pro- part of the problem for me is I don't go, I, I used to go to the movies like once or twice a mm-hmm. week. I went to about 80 movies a year in the theaters and now I go to about one a year. So it's really depleted my, uh, but now I watch streaming. I mean, I'm pretty, you know, I'm, yeah, I'm at home and I'm watching a lot right. of streaming and that's gotten so much better. So I'm up to date on shows more, probably more shows than movies nowadays. Um, but Ted but, Lasso. Yeah. Yeah. I'm watching Ted Lasso. I love 
love that guy. Yeah, I, I like Ted Lasso. My wife does not like uh, him. Uh, I think she brings like real life stuff into actors. Like mm-hmm. if she doesn't like a person for. What usually, do you do? What do you do? Usually, I think he's a bad husband or Is something. He's on a list? I don't know. I think he's a bad too? boyfriend. Have you, have you ever watched Ted Lasso? Yeah, yeah, that's that's good. There's an, uh, another Sam and I. That's our the greatest bonding thing because we find one that we like, and mm. usually Chad's like, "You got to watch. This is just y'all would love this," and so we start watching it. And I do, but I just go to sleep right in the middle of it. It's like <laughs> yeah, you I miss can't, it every time. I can't, I can't stay awake. Yeah, it takes like you four days o'clock. to watch the full show. Well, yes, Ted Lasso is usually only a half hour, though, right? Or is it an hour? No, it's an hour. Oh, it's an hour. Okay, yeah, well, they're all an hour. Yeah, that's that's a pretty good one. I like that one. And then uh, that's not that's not a movie. It's a show. That's what I'm saying. My movies. I've, I'm not watching. Yeah. I'm not watching a lot of movies right now. I'm watching more TV shows. So uh, so uh, it's a little bit of shit. But, but I hate but, when they end. It just is like. It's so horrible to have to try and find another series. I know you get so invested. Just keep going. You get so invested in it. Did you watch the zombie one on HBO, The Last of Us? Did you watch that? No. Do you have HBO? Yes. Yeah, you need to. That's pretty good. I like that show a lot. HBO Max. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Same thing. Yeah. yeah, Same thing. I think. But it just ended. uh, The first season. They're going to have a few seasons of it, but it just ended. It's based on a video old video game. Or I never played it, but I'm sure you did. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a good show though. I liked it a lot. Do you like zombies? No, I don't like zombies. Okay. Well, they're not. Well, they're not zombies like you. They're, they're, they're fungi. They're fungus-controlled people. <laughs> fungi? It's, yeah, it's science. It's science. Don't worry. They're fungi owners? Yeah. So, yeah. See, <laughs> so, yeah, I told you that you were going to steer the ship wherever you wanted to go, and I'm and doing it right now, and so no, I apologize. No, you've, you've got to set the sails. I have nothing to say. I just <laughs> no. I sit here and go like, <laughs> that's funny. Okay, all right. Anyway, so uh, your favorite, fondest... Easter memory is what? Well, Easter right around the corner. It's this right. coming Sunday. I don't know if everybody listens live or after the fact. It or is. What. It is live. Okay. Well, my favorite. The Sunday. Why do I think it was next Sunday? Oh, it's because you need to get yourself back into the church, Richard, where you would yes. be reminded of uh, what's coming up. What's coming up. But yeah. Easter's this Sunday. You know, get, get a basket, get a bunny suit, get some of the little hay or whatever yeah. they put in the bottom of it. Favorite, fondest Easter memory for me. Uh, and I may be like, you know, sometimes your mind like joins more memories into one. Like it's like, but we would always go to my grandma's house who lives in Oak Ridge and we'd go over there and she had like about an acre, a big yard and, uh, we'd eat a huge meal. Uh, you know, most of my fond memories surround, uh, Ooh, a massive amount yes, of food. Yes. And so we'd eat like ham or whatever mm-hmm. else. And then, you know, they'd go hide all the eggs out there. And what was always funny to me, especially like when I was not a kid, but like not a teen yet, like maybe 10, 11, 12 or whatever. We'd go get all the eggs, and then we'd be like, "Is that all?" And the parents would be like, "I don't know, maybe." And I'd be like, "How could you not remember where you put them all?" And then now, as a parent hiding eggs for kids, it's like, "Where did we put the other ones?" You That's know, right. I think there was a couple more out there, but I can't fully remember. So in a few days, you'll start, you know, following the smell because I put, you know, you put real eggs out that were, yeah, and those, you know, would sit around and and it would be awful. But I now. Uh, remember back when I first first got married and the kids were wanting to go east do the egg thing and I forgot to boil the eggs so I went ahead and just put the regular eggs you just put, in there you just put eggs out there yeah and <laughs> that wasn't because they stepped on them or they throw them it seems they like you would crunch them, them. yeah it seems yeah. like you would and they had more fun throwing the real eggs to each other it was it was hilarious. That might that explain something about the family dynamic, though. If everybody's egging each other, you know, yes. <laughs> hard-boiled eggs. <laughs> no, she didn't boil no, them. She I just forgot okay. to boil them. She I didn't. I forgot to boil them the, the night before. So it didn't uh, take that long to hard-boil eggs. It takes ten, twelve. No, it takes about seventeen minutes. Something, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but you made it sound like it's an overnight process. <laughs> well, no, well, I mean the we have this little egg thing. Do you have one of these little egg things where you can put the eggs on there? That, that may be a new invention. That may be a newer invention. But you put the eggs yeah. in the little cone, put it in a microwave or something. Yeah. Well, it's like a little. It's its own little appliance. But you put the eggs in there and you put the top on. How many hard-boiled eggs are you eating, dude? Well, I used to eat more, but not that many. But you can, like, for Easter, you could do this. You put them in there and it boils them in like two minutes or something like that. it's, yeah. real, it's real crazy. But the, it's usually for taking the shell off of it. It's real fast. Well, maybe it does that too. I don't know. This thing is like a boiler. You don't do the yeah. the blow method, where you put like is it baking baking soda or baking powder in the water, Mm-mm. and then you just do a little hole, and then you just blow, and it shoots it out. No, so it's a lot of fun. Oh man, no. I, need, I need to Google that. I don't. I don't even know about that one. No, because the worst part of hard boiled eggs is peeling them. If you're talking about actually eating, right, them. right. 
but you know, if you do if you do this with their they're warm, they're really warm. You're yeah. holding them and they're warm, and you put them under the water and you keep the water on there, and then you peel them. The water gets underneath the peel and it uh, helps it come off. Got some hot egg talk. What other egg tips do we have for the people, <laughs> okay. Cindy? Uh, well, we're going to go straight to how to get rid of the skunk smell. Well, what about <laughs> yeah? What about your favorite? E- you didn't even do your favorite Easter. What? I did. My favorite Easter. Oh, throwing was, eggs at each other. Yeah, That's right. throwing eggs. Did you ever? Did your family celebrate Easter? Did you have? Yeah, we did. Okay, we did celebrate Easter. That's good. Thank you. Do you have a favorite? We Easter? grew up very religious. Yeah, I went to basically church every day until into college. So well, get there, off me. Well, there you go. All right. <laughs> well, then remember when Easter is. I mean, I'm just saying, like you well, know. Bro, I guess where I get confused a lot of times. You like, probably about Orthodox. Well, Easter. it's it's Palm Sunday is what throws me off. Yeah. Okay. Because Palm Sunday is always the Sunday before Easter. Correct. And I didn't hear one peep about Palm Sunday. Uh, and usually I hear a lot of peeps about Palm Sunday. Because uh, everyone wants to get their leaf cross, right? Right. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. Their palm cross? Yeah. Uh, but palm cross. <laughs> okay. So you, you don't remember have... that? Does your church not do that? I would... I'm not well, Catholic. That, well, one of my favorite memories of Easter thing. is, there's two memories. One is actually with the eggs. Is for like, we used to get together as a family. There's about 40, 40 of us. And every year we do it at my grandmother's house. And then now we're all adults. I swear, one time where I'm helping my grandfather do yard work, helping him with stuff, and I found an egg. Oh, no, from when? Oh. From, no telling. <laughs> and I was like, what's in it? And you open it, and it's like cobweb. Like, it was like chocolate fungi. Uh, it was awesome. Some was, animal had made that their and home. And I was like, how does no one find this after all those years that we would do it there? And then That's my second great. favorite memories are always going with my friends, because at one point at my age, my parents let me do whatever I wanted. And then it was like, I'm going to go to church with this guy. So I, I went to church at a Catholic. Mm-hmm. I did, because we grew up Presbyterian. And then mm-hmm. I went, you know, the Protestant. And then I went to a Mormon thing. Mormons don't really celebrate. But they do, they're weird. I'm not sure what they do for yeah, Easter. They, you probably shouldn't say they're weird. That's mean. But. Yeah. Well, they're weird. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, they're weird. Like, they somehow, like, they're like halfway into the Bible, but halfway out. And like, right. they've got some other stuff. Easter yeah, and they Palm got the Bible Sunday. Plus. The Bible always, plus other things. Because I always felt Bible Easter plus. service and Palm Sunday service, some churches do one or the other really big, and the other one is just hmm. like traditional. It's like they like Palm, for some churches, Palm Sunday is huge. Okay. It's like the biggest thing hmm. where they're freaking out about. Connor, yeah. tell them what Conroe Church of Christ did for Palm Sunday. Uh, we had a, uh, I mean, I, I would say a pretty normal worship service, don't you think, Cindy? The prayer walk, you had. Well, oh, for, oh, for, no, during the Bible class hour. Yeah. Instead of Bible class, we had a prayer walk where you could go around. It was basically like a Stations of the Cross type deal for somebody who maybe is familiar with that. But you go from area to area and you kind of, you kind of experience in 14 stations the... No donkeys, though. No, there was no donkeys, unfortunately. But over 14 stations, you kind of experience the last week of Christ's life leading up to the the cross is basically what you want to do. And then you leave it there. And then the next week at Easter, you celebrate the resurrection. The resurrection. Pretty cool. Right. Yeah. Pretty depressing, too. And that's why that's such a... That's a well, it's definitely there's a tension there between the, the joy and the sadness, and I think it's supposed to be like that. Because yeah. that's how life is too, right? Like, right. There's moments of great excitement and joy. Uh, well, there's me, moments of I gotta ask this is for both of y'all. Uh-oh. When it comes to because you used to be a youth minister at Correct, church, yeah. and then Cindy's raised children. Have you ever encountered a child who like wants to grow up to be Jesus? Hmm. Like actually to be like you like that, to be you know, perfect or just well they're like hey I want to be a fireman and it's like no I want to be Jesus no I've never experienced I always that. well because like the Palm Sunday thing always threw me for a whirl when because you're like all right so this is the day before these are this the Sunday before he gets like you know killed killed yeah and I was like this is wild like why do we remember on this day like this is this is weird. And, and then we, what you guys do, like you just described, mm-hmm. you do like the each section because yeah. there really is historical stuff about yeah. Palm Sunday. Yeah. And then the more I read about, it, like this is so crazy. Like, why are we celebrating? Like, this is like getting in the mind of the killers. <laughs> <laughs> like in the mind of the. Uh, well, for those no. that believe, I mean, the you know, it's it's leading no, I up get to it. the biggest moment. But, yeah. So so you, so and you kind of again, I mean, it's like the the uh, the ability to do something that was really hard and, yeah uh, and that being part of the reason that makes because he knew going up before he got on the donkey yeah I mean so if, you know if, well, if you believe garden, he knew at the beginning of creation that it was yeah. going to be the ultimate place he ended up but but he um, got to a point which which just causes Jesus to become very human we understand the human yeah. side of him mm-hmm. when he 
when he went to pray yeah and he asked the father he asked his uh, father is this any other way we can get around this no let's that's do why that. he, that's why he hooked up but with if mary. you don't want to i'll do whatever you say that's from our stand historically that's why he just committed to mary because he's like my dad threw me on their bus i'm gonna do whatever i want <laughs> are you talking about the da vinci code or something <laughs> <laughs> i'm talking about talking mary about? i'm talking about when he hooked up with mary <laughs> mary yeah that's when he just committed to mary after he had his conversation with his dad he's like you're not gonna help me out I'm going to kind of do whatever I want then. Yeah. And then he had Tom Hanks was his great-grandchild yeah, or something. Like, yeah. I think it was Forrest Gump. Uh, are you talking <laughs> about? <laughs> I'm going, what Bible version is that in? Yeah. <laughs> Russell uh, Crowe was his uncle. Noah. Is that is the timeline right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. you need to watch is Noah, Darren Aronofsky's Noah, and then Da Vinci Code, and then uh, Forrest Gump. And I think you'll yeah. pretty much understand the story. Yeah. And Passion of the Christ. Yeah. And Passion of the Christ. Th- now, you know they're making a sequel? Is that I heard someone say that, but I thought well, it was may, maybe a joke. Is he coming back? No, is I don't. Well, see, people like to say sequel as the joke, but I think it's the same, same universe, but probably a different story of the Bible. I know that I the guys guess. who've done there's that show, The Chosen. That um, yes, that t- it's not a TV show, the internet show, the the serialized right. show, and those people are trying to make a movie. Uh, and so I don't know if that's what it is, or if it's if that's if those are two separate things. Well, I know I know Mel Gibson is doing something okay. with his like the religious side of himself. Okay, well that would be a so different thing. Then. He's but maybe people, following a different storyline. Yeah, people are calling it a sequel <laughs> as like a joke, I guess. Yeah, but he's definitely doing something. Well, it could be a comeback story, but um, you know what kills me is in that trailer that they play constantly about the chosen. Yeah, the one that's coming up I is when is when they say it's a when he says. Um, they're talking about leading up to this time, and the and the Pharisees are going, you know, like you know, if you don't stop talking like okay. that, if you don't stop that, we're going to have to, we're going to have to call on the law of Moses. You know, mm. we're going to have to enact that. And he, he looks at the guy, and goes, "I am the law of Moses." <laughs> <laughs> that is that is kind so of his mic cool. drop moment. Yes, that's Dick, it's like drama. a uh, uh, some guy kind of crowdfunded it, or I think at first he paid oh, for so it. Himself. Oh yeah, so let people know it's not the one you find on Peacock. Uh, yeah, probably not on Peacock. I don't know if it's streaming on a. I mean, it's online. Hulu. It's on, it's on Hulu. Hulu. That's yeah. what it was. At, at first, it was just on its own website, but some guy just made it, and basically, he takes the stories of the Bible and basically and dramatizes them. And add, I mean, it's not. I mean, he adds for sure. I mean, it's not just the. You know, he's not just reading the words of the scripture only. Uh, so there's a lot of things in there that may or may not be what actually happened. But just trying to add. I found it. Trying to add like a maybe. For people that have read the stories but don't understand how it could have actually happened or what it might have been like, mm-hmm. it's trying to flesh that out a little bit more. Well, I mean, they probably talked to, you know, the historians who said, if this happened, he probably would have done this or that, you know, that kind of thing. And the, the probably comes out in it. But that's that's interesting to me because how do you research something like that and stay? Well, I don't know. Y'all do that all, every Sunday whenever you're. Um, Whenever you do a sermon, you yeah. research out the, you know, your subject matter. Well, you try to. But you, but you go and try and find something that maybe people didn't consider, you know, about Yeah, it. I mean, there's, <clears throat> you know, there's an element of trying to look at things from a different perspective. So something that's really well known, I mean, if it's a principle that everybody already understands and you get up there and say it again, uh, that can have some value because it might remind somebody of something they've forgotten. Right. But... If you can find a way to say something uh, um, in a little different way that might resonate, like, like for example, I have a uh, I have a just turned nine year old son, uh, son, and he's playing little league baseball, and I'm co- I'm coaching his baseball team. We're six and one, by the way. Uh, the Pirates. He's gonna throw that in. We lost one game. Yeah. Was it the ref? Uh, yeah, the umpire in baseball. Yeah, the umpire. Uh, but I'm gonna blame him for it. Kick yeah. dirt at him. Yeah, we. Yeah, I got thrown out of that game. Yeah. Ejected. But I was thinking about this the other day in baseball when you're training someone young how to play. You tell them something, and it doesn't. You know, especially a little kid, like they don't understand it. Right. And so then you try to tell them something in a different way. Like if you're saying, you know, you're trying to get them to have the right swing, and you may say, you got to watch the ball, and it's like, okay, well that doesn't work. Then it's like, well. Uh, turn your head to watch the ball. Well, that doesn't work. And it's like, well, try to twist your back foot to watch. I mean, you know, it's like you try to come at it from all different ways so that then maybe they'll finally something will click and they'll understand it. And I think that that it's some of that same thing is what you're saying, which is that you try to come at things from a different perspective, maybe that will help somebody who didn't understand or they understand but they haven't, like, 
really done anything about it. And so, yeah, you try to do, you could call it research, I guess, um, into all different avenues, either pop culture things that might help or, or, or maybe not pop culture, but relevant things that might or stories from the past or ancient things. You know, you try to bring in any, any of that that could be beneficial. Well, I know when you do, you know, y'all do stats and, you know, you're doing a lot of data that comes across and it, and you go, that's that's real because the numbers are so different. As Sam would always go like, you know, they didn't have that many people on the earth. Hmm. You know, they, they couldn't have had thousands of people die or they couldn't yeah, have horrible done. fashion. It, he would say, and I said, well, you don't know that. How do you know that? That's, that's something you have no idea. About. He goes, I mean, just to think about it. Yeah. If he created this and this, this, you wouldn't have this many, that much time to have that many people on the earth. And I said, well, you, they were coming, you know, they were coming from heaven. He had to bring them back up from heaven because they got too friendly with the earth girls. And so there's <laughs> things that... <laughs> the old earth girls. Are we talking about the Jim Carrey movie? I don't know. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, earth girls are easy? Sons, the sons you of ever God. Have seen that movie? What, uh, what movie is that? I think it's called Earth Girls Are Easy. like one of Jim Carrey's like, first yeah, films. Yeah, I, right. I don't know that one. No, that's, that's I true. think Cindy was in it. Shut up. <laughs> She was signing in the back bottom corner. <laughs> I'm much more difficult. Uh, but anyway, the the thing about uh, the sons of God about yeah. being attracted to the women. Yeah. And he. Some of that's pretty confusing. I mean, and you know. He didn't like it, and yeah. he said, uh, "Okay, everybody, back on the ship. Come on, yeah. back up, because uh, it it wasn't working out How's with your them. Ship? I would and say the, when you look at the first eleven chapters of Genesis and you compare them to, uh, you know, what a modern historian would say there's a lot of people that try to do a lot of different things to bring all that together and some of it uh, you know it uh, we don't i don't want to we don't have to go into all of it right now but some of it's like it's hard to make all of it line up exactly right right you know i mean you're talking about somebody writing something thousands and thousands and thousands of years ago and and then someone interprets that and someone interprets it and then and again. then now we're reading it and we're going like okay do we need to compare this to to carbon dating? I mean, you know, it's like uh, we're, I think we're kind of maybe looking at two different things in some respects. Well, uh, but maybe it's the there's too many writers, too many chiefs chefs in the kitchen. But but maybe you need faith to well, just believe. Yeah, I mean, that this is why would God go? Why would God go like uh, you come up to Judgment Day and go? You believed all that? Are you crazy? What's wrong <laughs> with you? Get over there, then. You know, but how does this tie sense. in with Easter bunnies? <laughs> that does not What's the deal sense. with that? Is I, that? I'm not sure what the bunny has. I need to look up what the bunny well, see, has to do. I have this conspiracy theory that all these holidays that have like an offshoot of something colorful yeah. is because the original holiday was because of some you know religious or area thing, like a celebration this area did. And outsiders were like, that looks like a lot of fun, but they never let them help the, like be part of it. So like, we got to create our own thing. So they can do their own thing, but we can do it on that weekend so we know. So someone's like, oh, they have they have Easter Sunday with their religion. We're going to do stuff with bunnies, and we're going to look for <laughs> eggs. But, and, like, same thing with Santa Claus. It's yeah. like, oh, you know, we do this for, like, well, you know what we're going to do? We're going to do Kwanzaa. That's what we're going to do. So there's, like, hijacking holidays to well, have it's their own. Just a, well, the, I think the bunny and, and the rabbit was a symbol of... You can the, go. Uh, it, was it in Genesis? I'm not going to say the word. Is that what you're going to tell me? It was in no. one of the books? No, no, but no. This was what they brought in uh, as just a, you know, an addition to Easter as they thought this was like fertility. The oh. the bunny, the money represented. So why know. do children pick up eggs? This is getting creepy. Okay. And then uh, the eggs were the big. I don't know. Are you just making? Are, are, do you actually really know this, or are you just no, kind of riffing no, right now? No, fertility was one of the things. Because <laughs> I'm like, I'm like interested to learn this, really. But no. I don't want. But if, if you're just totally saying it for fun, like you're, you're, no, you're using fertility. words that are like now you're leading me down a dark no, path in my mind. It's like eggs, fertility, and then this, the eggs. And oh, the, how far back are we going in society where you're getting married at ten? <laughs> uh, so anyway, no. Uh, this different symbols like the tree was uh for christmas became you know they uh that the what? the slaves and the people that were they were trying to reach to come into christianity worship the tree so they use the tree well, like, well then let's let's decorate the tree let's make uh, the tree part of christmas it'll be great and that'll be funny we bring all those people over i was gonna say hey everybody listening read for yourselves about this because i don't know if cindy really knows so she's gonna do some googling some light googling minute. to learn about the history Wait, of I, all these well, different the, holidays i have a fact checker over there well I, what i love Checks about easter though is everybody does their own easter thing 
I mean, yeah. like the city of Conroe has an Easter mm. thing. And it, it's not necessarily a religious deal. It's like everyone can have Easter together. Like, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. like you were saying, your family grew up doing a family thing. Yeah. A lot of churches do their own thing. Yeah. Like bring a lot of like the neighborhood in. It's their way to capture people. Well, sure. But, uh, <laughs> sure. To capture yeah, we have the nets ready to go. Uh, <laughs> right. Yeah. We're going to capture a hard time. Yeah. But, we will uh, not leave here until we have those. <laughs> I, one time I went to a Easter deal and the parents put money in the eggs. Dude, and, my parents used to do that. Yeah, like like yeah. the, ma- the main egg would have like a five, maybe. Yeah, maybe, so like coins. Maybe some coin eggs. Yeah, you try to get the coin eggs. <laughs> Not this one. Throw it. Yeah, throw it. <laughs> you got, but and I, I, one time I went to an Easter deal with friends, and they literally gave them a bag that would probably fit about six eggs. <laughs> and the thing was, is they put money in the eggs, but everyone can only carry how much the bag could hold. Hmm. So, so you only get like six. So you can only have six eggs. So you have to be strategic about so which eggs you So all these kids were like shaking, and you couldn't open it. <laughs> and what I what I love is they put like paper in there that you could hear the paper, but it wasn't dollar bills. It was just these paper. Are like sadistic parents oh, who were like I'm trying to. Kidding. I'm not kidding you. Like I was like, this is kind of funny it's watching like, you, this. You idiot! You That's thought there was mean. money in that egg? It was paper. Well, it's like like one of them. I think it was like a coupon at, for McDonald's McFlurry and um, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like. And it's like I got you. Like, yeah, okay, okay. It wasn't toilet paper. No, like it was. There was legit like kid stuff. My, my mother every holiday it was she played the money game, and so she would have different games that would cause the most highly competitive people in the world to want to win the money, and then she started doing it where she just throw the money, just throw the money up, <laughs> and she would stand on this balcony Man, and she throw the money <laughs> down, and everybody would. <clears throat> You know, you couldn't move. Yeah. You had to stand wherever you're going to stand. The elbows could go into there. people's faces. And then everybody would grab for the money. Oh. And she needed to build one of those little chambers that the schools woo. would have for the fundraiser, where oh, the, the money cyclone thing. Yeah, you had to grab all as many dollars as you could out of the. <laughs> I remember those things. That's those. This are, is your grandma. My mother. My your mother, mother would do do this. This is how she uh, entertained everybody, and it was very entertaining. To watch every the greed that came that just oozed out of the people. Then <laughs> it's really the it's really the spirit of the holiday, isn't it? Easter, yeah. yeah, yeah let's let's fight each other for uh, let's fight yeah. each other for the dollars floating no, from the sky. No, but it was just uh, that would give everybody something to do. Which yeah. is not uh, instead of doing you know cornhole, and so uh, I don't know where that where that come from. What that game. Corn. That everybody wants to play. <laughs> well, it was when they're slaves. Yeah, they'd have the tree. There was a tree, <laughs> and they. I, I imagine no, that it was Indians. They I had corn that. in their hand, and the pilgrims, <laughs> the pilgrims from their sh- trash ship, they uh, had holes somehow. Yeah, and they would just try to throw the corn cob yeah. into the hole. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that it's probably been around for a while, but for some reason, like ten years ago, it got super popular. Yeah. I, I guess everybody wanted to build them, and it's fun though. I don't know. Have you seen it on TV? They have like professional corn, yes, uh, cornhole. And they and those people got in trouble because they waited the way they waited the oh the, deflated the, the bags or something yeah yeah not of corn <laughs> yeah they were, really were they were siphoning they corn they, out of them they use East India corn instead yeah. of native no, na- native, native. Yeah. they were using ball bearings or something yeah. so it was it, it would slide in there uh, but uh, I think she's anyway, serious that was our I'm just like the substitute teacher y'all get me off the track <laughs> I okay love it. so uh, what's wrong with corn we gotta guess that. But fondest memories. Fondest of, memories of Easter. We're still of okay. Easter. Um, and then how to uh, how to connect with the children to make them understand the importance and uh, and it's not the importance because it should be like not not one day that we celebrate, right? Whatever you're but gonna do is gonna confuse. Whatever them. we do, but we do the celebration of Christmas and Easter. And I used to go like, "That's so wrong. We shouldn't be celebrating one thing over the over the other." And uh, until I got old enough to realize it's so it's so great that people even think about the name Jesus. They think about yeah, the well. You know what blew cross. my mind growing up was uh, Hanukkah isn't even the biggest Jewish holiday. I've heard that. It's Th- not, and the reason that it's so popular is because of Christmas. And like, yeah, what's well, yeah. the And then, and then when I found that out, I was like, well, so why don't we know about your other ones? We're it's actually about like buddy. A, it's like a pretty far down the list, I think. Yeah. And as they holidays go. my friend basically told me it's because we're not Jewish and then we can't know. Well, and I was like, that's because like Passover <laughs> would be know. their biggest one, I think, which is right around now also. Right. That's right. Uh, 
Yeah, there's that in Pentecost. I mean, there's a bunch. There's like there's like four or five that are their very biggest ones. But yeah. but yeah, for whatever reason, maybe just because there's maybe just because the percentage of Jews in the country is pretty small. Maybe that's why it doesn't, or because of the Christian heritage of the of America that those. But have, imagine the drama to the Passover, and how that was. I mean, to like to relive that every once a year, and think how they had to stay in their house and they had and they were told. You gotta relive Jesus every year. No, I'm just talking about this. How dramatic this was as a, as a holiday yeah. is because they uh, they had to be. There was no bunnies and eggs or no anything. No bunnies, no eggs, and they didn't know what was being painted on their the front of their door or understand that the the angel of death is going to come and paint you know this so that you don't they don't come in and do anything to you. Yeah, to save you. And I was just I don't know, but I keep harking back to the story. Oh, hey, now I'm going to have to say it. Uh, the story Uh-oh. of the girls who <laughs> who um, had oil, and they didn't save the oil. They let the oil burn, and then when it was time for the wedding, they came to the door, and they didn't have the the oil, and so they weren't allowed to go to the wedding. I feel like that every Sunday because I'm late getting to church. <laughs> she is late locked, every <laughs> And the doors are locked, and I have to find somebody to open the you door. You actually lock the doors? <laughs> well, yeah. for security. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like 15 minutes into the service, we have, we have police officers on, on site all the time. Why do you think you're so wanted? Well, I don't. We don't think we're wanted, but just in the current and this is climate. Ju- this is just Easter? All the time. Every, every Sunday. Yeah. What? Yeah, I mean, you can always come in, but I you. I feel like I've been asleep for like 20 years. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's probably not that probably not that uncommon for churches no. that have the means to afford to pay security yeah. each week. So we have we have officers. We always have two uniformed officers, and they they you know kind of stay in the main entrance, and then they walk the circle. You know, we got kind of a circle hallway or whatever, and they walk it every so often. And all the doors are open for up until about uh, this is going to make Cindy look bad, but about fifteen minutes into the service, so starting just late. Yeah, <laughs> you know why she does that is so she can miss the donation box. Yeah, she, yeah, she doesn't want to feel <laughs> when they, obligated. When they do the, would y'all pass it out? On well, not plates? since COVID, we don't. No, we have no. a we have boxes in the back that you could you have the QR code. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah Venmo us uh, if you'd like. Uh, we do have an online. That's we why have... Cindy's late though, because she's so used to being late because she didn't want to put that money in. <laughs> she's like, oh, did I miss it? Oh, dang it. No, she always comes in with a big Starbucks, though. That's, no, I'm just kidding. She doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> it is funny, people who show up late to something and they have a giant Starbucks in their hand, and it's like, okay, I see why you're late. You yeah, have, that's you why you're late. No, no, that, that wouldn't be it, for sure. That's funny. Um, but I. That's not why you're late, Cindy. I know no, why you're late. I, was, I had such a great thought. And like, y'all start talking about something else. Um, about being, anyway, being late and you your can't empty get jar. In. You have an empty and jar. Empty jar. And so, the, why would they say the ten virgins? What would that mean? Just young w- women? Yeah, I think just, oh, yeah, just yeah, young women never been, yeah. never been married. So I wasn't not experienced. I wasn't in every aspect I was of it. Woman, I was yeah. saying uh, that going up there, and so it just it makes you want to be there on time, you know, so you don't have to try and find somebody to walk around the whole the whole church to. Yeah. To well, get if you in. donate enough, you can probably get your own chair. <laughs> You get to that thousand dollar a month sponsorship level. Uh, like no, you get a parking that, spot. No. You For get your own pew? park. No, no, the, not, the nothing like that. But pew? it is. It would be good to be on time, though, Cindy. Just uh, you know, just to experience the entire yeah. uh, service. It's, well, the it first just... what it really happens in the first <laughs> fifteen minutes. Like nothing yeah. really happens. <laughs> no. That's when Connor speaks. Probably. That's right. Yeah, that's usually <laughs> when I get up and talk. No, I have to be there for Connor. <laughs> Connor gets up and does the announcements, and you just never know what he's going to say. It's just perfect. No, but Connor, because I, he stumbles I say, on his words. <laughs> yeah, gonna, I said, guys, say, we've all gathered here into this. Oh, pl- just like the uh, well, yeah, like the intro of the show. Like the intro <laughs> of the show. <laughs> I think Cindy was doing an impression of me when she started I, the show I'm off. Gonna, no. I'll throw down the. You gotta call. Someone's gotta call Cindy out for getting in late. That's gotta be one of the fun. <laughs> I love you, Cindy. Just think. I just think of this a vision of you trying to not make as much noise, but you're making the much, the, like the most <laughs> the noise most you noise. can do, and, and getting in. And most they're like, attention. "All right, here's Mrs. Cochran. Thank you, Mrs. Cochran. <laughs> Thank you." We sit, always sit in the back though, so we don't bother anybody. To, yeah, your daughter you know. saves you a spot, so you always have your spot that's, reserved. That's exactly right. And uh, <laughs> but. Uh, let me ask you something. Uh, Changing wanna... gears. I'm not, yeah. <laughs> Changing <laughs> gears. She's like, Stop focusing on me so much in my uh, attendance. <laughs> I know. It's like having Bob Smiley here. Like, yeah. I'll just have, invite Bob in. Y'all can get this all out of your system <laughs> one time. But uh, but if, if, you, if you would know how impressive that sermon was that you did. Oh, gosh. What are you doing? Up, what are you doing? Why are we doing up, this? No. What's his job? 
he got no, no. You mean uh, you don't think of him as being like the regular preacher? You, he comes. That's in his job, Cindy. and he has to come in. He's and do trained. This. No, this is beyond that. I've I've listened to seventy five. Should we go to a commercial break? Worth, Should we go? Uh, to, uh, so he's good at his job. But anyway, he got up and he did this sermon, and Sam was there, and Sam, you know, Sam said he's going to preach. And I'm like, yeah, he's he he's going to preach, and he said, have you ever heard him preach before? And I know. I mean, I've heard him talk. Of course, yeah, he's great. So he does a sermon, and Sam, Sam of all people, we walk out of there. He said, that was good. He really did a good job. I am so impressed with him. I can't believe he did such a good job. Why why are you telling this story? That's a big problem. Yeah, thank you. I I appreciate that. I I did text him right after. I always text. Somebody's done a good job. He's never complimented me ever because I'm just a piece of trash. (laughs) Best part about Cindy's family, it makes it, it makes it, 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 it makes it really confusing to tell stories because everybody's got the same names. So there's Sam and Sam and Samantha <laughs> and, and and Cindy and Cindy and yeah, Christie's that's so true. and Christie's name is Christy Christie. So I mean, yeah. there's two names in one. So everybody's got the same name. So you really don't know who you're talking about when they, so, when they tell a story. So you're no. you're uh, this amazing sermon you gave. Yeah, gave, that's the right way to call it. Sure. Call a sermon yeah. at the Church yes. of Christ. Yeah. Uh, did you, how long in front of the mirror did you practice? Uh, like just three weeks, probably three to yeah. four weeks. Yeah. Do you have a thing where you have a video camera and you film yourself? <laughs> no. Like, let's yeah. Get, let's uh, get into the technique. Yeah. There are some, yeah. Some preachers. Unique New York. You have to. You have to get the palate really warmed up. You yeah. know, so you can say all the words just right. When I used to have to interpret the sermons, I would go and find, say, "Can I get a copy of your sermon?" They would. What? Are you kidding me? A copy. <laughs> It's all right yeah, here. It's, it's all in, right yeah. here. And I said, can you just give me a gist of what you're going to be talking about? So I'll make sure I know how to sign or spell the words you're going to say. And it was, uh, and that was really difficult to get that from somebody. And you seem like, I mean, you seem like a lot of it extemporaneously. You know, you're doing stuff and just going like, it's off the top of my head. But that's great. I mean, that makes that makes somebody listen to you even more than if you they feel like you're reading it or you're, this is stuff that you've written down and comes from the heart. Mm. I would say it's more like if you if you or his wife had flashcards. Yeah, yeah, I got yeah. Back. She's she's in the back holding up uh, <laughs> like SNL. Uh, if you really know something, and I mean, I always have notes and like uh, I, I do bullet points. Some people write out like a transcript, right? And uh-huh. I, I don't know. I'm I just never have done that. But I have bullet points. But if you if you have a bullet point with five or six words on it, and if you've practiced and if you really know what it is you're trying to communicate hopefully you can fill in the blanks of the bullet point you know like if you today on your you want to talk about favorite easter memory you didn't have to script out what you were going to say no. although maybe a few of the moments tonight you should have would have probably uh, would have probably <laughs> the intro at least would have been uh, would have been a good start to yeah have, uh, the intro but, but if you really know something then you can just you know hopefully you can kind of fill in the blanks with it with practice and with knowing what it is you're trying to communicate but you're so young you're so young well and i'm getting young. older he's, you know? he's not that young I'm not that he young is anymore. So, he's so he's young. He's not a virgin. No. Okay. But when he first came on the show. <laughs> well, no, we were talking about in the classical sense. He has sense. a baby. In the classical sense. I do sense. have a, just I do have a, a baby. Yes, he has a child. Well, I was saying in the classical sense where, you know, in, yeah, right. from the book, in the Bible, it also meant like they're yeah. young. Yes. yes. Not, yes. They're not experienced. Yes, you're not experienced. No, but you uh, you lack <laughs> all that old world, uh, you know, experience and background and stuff, mm. but you come across so well versed and but you able to connect to the young kids and the adults and all you know and all oh, so it's you. really good I, and i don't mean to embarrass you i just want people to know that that kind of that kind of talent is not just anybody could do that you well, i'm going to come check it out Come on, man. Anytime. I just need to know when he's playing. Do you know? Yeah, we, yeah. We'll have to have the manager release the uh, yeah. lineup and see what the what the dates are. No, I really do. I'm very interested to come see. Well, that'd be awesome. We'd I'd love love that. Um, but just you. If, yeah, if, for if sure. I, yeah, hundred percent. Definitely not yeah, anything. There was some audible called. I'm out. Well, well, <laughs> like this is a Connor. I'm out of here, guys. We'll save a place for you. I promise. Yeah. If any of the listeners ever need to pick me up, just ask Cindy to come be a guest on the show, and she'll just tell you all the things you do great. And so that's really nice. Thank see? you. Yeah. No. But but you should uh, be told that. I think you should be praised. Well, it's because he's trying to gun for that position, the head dog. <laughs> That's why he's doing so good. He's like, you see how good I am? See how bad you are? No, 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 no. no. The dog just, eat dog in the pulpit, That's man. right. You got to take him just, out. You know, I'm having to go over the I'm arc. throwing banana peels in the hallways and stuff, <laughs> trying to knock people out. I'm having to go over to the ark to connect with the deaf people. So if y'all would just let me interpret once in a while and bring in some deaf people to the 
to the service. <laughs> then you have to bring your own deaf people to be right. able to interpret. <laughs> well, I had, uh, somebody would need to I be mean, there probably would be would be good. I mean, I I interpreted at Grace Crossing for so long, and there was not one deaf person there oh. because most of the deaf people would go to a place where it's a deaf preacher or something like that. But uh, Abby was there. Abby, oh, Abby yeah. Cox was okay. there. So and she's going to be on the show for sure. I'm gonna oh, have good. Her. On Tuesday, I dedicated just to the deaf. So I, I just Every sign. Tuesday is just for the deaf. It's just for the deaf. I sign, and everybody goes, wait a minute, on radio you do you do this? But we're talking at the same time. Okay. As we sign, we talk. Sometimes. And it's kind of 50-50. <laughs> she forgets to talk sometimes? Someone did mention that to me. It's like you could tell when she starts talking. And not signing, and then she starts signing, not talking. <laughs> Do you ever have a? Let a me bit. ask you this question. Let's talk about your sign language for a minute, because I had a couple thoughts about this earlier mm-hmm. this morning. Uh, so I've heard that people who speak two languages, like right. audibly, two languages, will if you're really fluent, like say say you're fluent in Spanish and English, and you go live in Mexico for a while, that after a while your dreams will start to be in Spanish, mm-hmm. or both languages. D- like, it, have you ever had like a sign language dream? Uh, sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I would talk. I mean, I, w- I was always so you're talking, talking, and, talking signing. and signing at the same time. Is that well, kind of the norm for the community? Like, if you are somebody who can talk and, mm-hmm. and hear, I guess, because uh, some people without some people deaf people can talk, right? Right. But if you can hear and talk, do you talk and sign? Is that the standard, or do you just sign if you're talking to somebody it, else who's who's? It it just depends. I mean, a lot of people don't like to do that because they feel like. If, uh, Come on, hit, hit us I'm, with some stuff here. Come if on. I'm, if I'm talking and signing at the same time, yeah. then it will be like difficult to understand or to try and separate. No, that's not the right word. I need uh, to because sometimes this. the sign word might be different, something, be but the spoken word is a little bit different. Yeah. And so, but I sign, in, I sign exact English, and ASL is not that way. Oh, ASL so you're not more, ASL. I don't, that's what that girl. Do you know I ASL? That girl. No, I the, this girl said, "I bet you, I bet you sign ASL more than you do sign English." And I said, "Well, I don't know because I, I never learned ASL. But ASL, American Sign Language, yeah. is done where there's more. Uh, they do more acting out of what they want to want to say than just signing the words. So it'd be like a like like an action represents a phrase or something right. like that. It's it's like." Uh, What's this word? Miming? <laughs> I know the sign, but I can't know. It's like Combining? condensing. Yeah, combine. Condensing. How do you uh, say? How do you sign? How do you say? Because I feel like people, you know, people <laughs> from other say. countries, how do you say? Uh, coffee. That's what? very good. That's coffee. Oh, I was trying to do the thing I you just pepper did. grinder. Uh, yeah. No. Uh, what, what were you doing? Combine. Condense. Combine. Like condense. This, this is two, coffee? These two. This is coffee. Like grinding the oh, coffee. That's my yeah, favorite. Yeah, so no wrist turning. Yeah. It's, it's like the mortar and the pestle. Like I'm... Yeah. I'm this is, I'm, <laughs> this is uh, coffee and uh, sugar and if you need uh, cream. And so I don't know what all you have. I thought your, this was... You got something on your... <laughs> yeah, this is a... Sweet. You got a little Subway on your, on your lip for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. No, you, you don't. Know, I'm just kidding. Don't ever... <laughs> Don't ever eat a bowl of meatballs before you get That's on the That's what she brought radio. in. A bowl of meatballs. <laughs> you said you were going to Subway. You, they, 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 Subway. Can, they serve a, a bowl of meatballs? That's they an do. option on the Subway menu? No, they do to me, though. Because I said, <laughs> I'm not kidding you. Got you got a bowl? I was you like, got meatballs? Can you she's so, she's, Let's make a deal here. You got a bowl. You got meatballs. Can we combine those two things? Go to please. Chick-fil-A and ask for a root beer float. It is hilarious. They will... They'll say, you want a root beer float? Uh, We don't do that here. And I said, I I got one. I got root beer floats three times last week. And they went, "Uh, just a moment, please. And they go back and they talk. talk. I don't know who they're asking. And somebody says, okay, all right. All you got to say is, will it it bring you pleasure, please, to make me a root beer float? (laughs) Well, Cindy (laughs) refuses to acknowledge that some of these restaurants are staffed by fourteen-year-olds. No, there's they're staffed to the point where they do what they're told. Yeah. So they don't have a button for root beer float. Yeah. That's so exactly that's right. what throws them off. Yeah. It's like literally yeah. a robot going, uh, uh, "Does not compute. Does not compute." So when I, you serve a thousand people an hour like Chick Fil A. Yeah. It's like, do you want him, nuggets or a sandwich? Quit asking for a root beer float. What are you trying to do to us here? And I ask them. I said, "You got you got uh, you have ice soda. Cream, right? and you have ice cream, and you've got root beer. So just dunk the 
the f- ice cream out into the or root beer. Or why don't you just order an ice cream and a root beer and then you and do, do it. it? Yeah, that's no, why I don't get. Because I'm driving, and so I'm not going to try and make a root beer float. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> well, you need to look at their ingredient list and be like, you know, what, what can you come up with that would throw yeah, them for a loop? Like, what what can I order that they don't they have all the materials for, but yeah, it's not on their menu. Well, because for a root beer float to be good, you have to put the ice cream first, right? Oh, right. that is true. That's right. So you just say, hey, can you put some ice cream in a cup? And then just sprinkle some root beer. No, on actually, it. you need about that much root beer. Then you put the ice cream in. Then you pour. The so now you're getting root too technical. You know, that's d- good. Does that keep it from foam? My, my biggest beef with root beer right. floats is the foam. That's right. Not the root that's beer. Right. Well, the root beer is good. So if you do the root beer first, and then the ice cream, and then the root beer, it doesn't foam as bad. Then, no, it's bad. No. Wow. No. She's an expert. Hey, hot tip. And she's, you know, it's funny. I believe that she orders in the car, and she probably eats it before she even leaves Chick Fil A. Uh, no yeah. comment. I played the fifth. I don't have to incriminate myself. Yeah. yeah. So, Cindy, yeah. another question I have for you. Well, yes, okay. Here. Okay, we got time. Yeah. Um, so, I brought this up earlier, and I know you probably love to talk about it, or maybe I don't know, but you you were like you were on Johnny Carson's show back in the day. No. <laughs> <laughs> what year was that? Were you doing root beer that floats was, then? That was 1983. 1983. That was June that long 20th. ago. I wasn't born yet, but it's not that long ago. Uh, 1983, June 20th. You remember the day like it was only yesterday? I thought it was two times. Was it only one time? Two times. Two times. So they weren't both on June 28th. No. Were no. you married at the time? Yes. That's why he only advised you two times. <laughs> but you were doing signing with Cindy. But it was a Houston local area show, right? He's you, afraid of Sam. Uh, no, it was it was national. So your show was national? On PBS, yeah. On PBS. So mm-hmm. here's my question. Like, what... Like, cause you were, I feel like you were on the breaking point of like being kind of famous. Like you were on the Johnny Carson show. That's pretty, that's, yeah. that's pretty big deal. Well, she was famous to deaf people. Yeah. Like right. most people who are, most deaf people who run into her know who she is. Is that like, real? Is that true? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like a, like if a, a random deaf person walks by, they see you, it's like, oh my gosh. Cindy Depends Cochran. on how old they are. I mean. Okay. The older deaf people. Yeah. And that's why I went to the Ark, and there were a lot of deaf, deaf people there, and they You're were like going, a celebrity. like, sunshine on my shoulder makes me happy. Because <laughs> you would I dance and sing or something? What would you do? Yeah. Like, like, was yeah, it kind of like a dad. Richard Simmons, like a, <laughs> no, <laughs> like, were you like a unitard, that, like dancing around? That's just the time period. Yes, it was. Uh, a lot of energy, and she would do solos. But I'm she, saying, what, like, what was the thing that was missing in your career to take you to, like, international fame um she couldn't maybe, really sing no maybe it was, <laughs> the fact like, that it was only was, it was only sign language was the additional thing sam was probably the additional <laughs> thing. well no okay don't don't take this the wrong way cindy is okay. oh this is not gonna be a compliment uh. during during those shoots if i remember i can bring them up and show people them because they're on youtube it's really cool to watch like but you're it, sitting there talking to johnny carson he's the no, most I'm famous guy about, in the world i'm talking about signing with cindy oh okay you weren't really seen no, I was during this performance. Yeah, right. So that's so. But during that time, that was the first time that music videos were on TV. We had the first yeah. music video. You had the very first music video on TV. Yes, it was this is like th- these are facts that people don't know. Like that. That's but a big deal. You, but when she you asked her the question, like what prevented yeah. your success? It's like you can only copy people so many times, like a cover band, until you start doing your own thing. But and okay, let, go ahead. I I did. I left synced everything. The fan mail that I would get, mm-hmm. people would say, I can't believe you can sound just like John Denver <laughs> and Ann. Oh, yeah. You have a lot of range. They <laughs> said, you and you should have just gone with it. You should have been like Vanilli Vanilli guys and just be like, <laughs> yeah, thanks. thank you. Yeah. Thanks. I thanks. A- <laughs> I was the worst about answering fan mail. And they would get so mad at me. And I go like, well, because it's so, I mean, I, people from you Rikers prison would write and stuff and they'd say when I get out I'm going to come see you cuz I you just helped me so much I've been able to watch you during you Those know, are the ones you kept uh, right prison, Why prison. would somebody from I mean what would be the benefit to a prisoner from watching your sign language show No they would because they learn sign language they cuz you're teaching sign. it's not just for people who know how to sign it was for no, anybody No this was for hearing Have people that wanted to learn sign language I, I've seen clips of it I, it's been a long time So since. she doesn't do necessarily like the whole song she does a lot of the chorus over because it's the same thing for the chorus, so they should, like that's from, from what I understood was right. you would do a lot of the chorus over and over, right? Because that was the easiest thing to teach. Well, we did a lot of different songs throughout the the, the series, but I would always end with teaching some more of uh, "Sunshine on My Shoulder." So mm. I I wonder why you know that by the time it was over. And I was in Chicago when we were walking down the the sidewalk and the uh, Chicago Post or whatever the big um, newspaper, they were having a strike, and it was all the deaf people that worked in the newspaper uh, 
that were striking and they were all out there with signs and stuff and, and so I was walking through them and we were looking up and, and this guy comes over and says you're Cindy Cochran oh here we go is that you yeah that's the main event and um my tough and tough and Here, rough I'm a, I'm a backup singer a uh, backup dancer i like the, i like the, the little it, but see how she's doing it like she's doing it very slow Ooh, I like that and one. you're getting but i'm getting ready to go fast yeah I know. oh come on oh look at these guys are y'all in some gymnasium somewhere where are y'all yeah what, what what venue is this uh i mean what's the school is this it was a school it's a school yeah okay and so we're oh, in the gym oh man where'd you find these guys from See the guy on the right with the orange. This shirt is kind on? of freaky. Is that Sam? Is that Sam? <laughs> please, please tell me that's Sam. <laughs> no, he's a choreographer. He's a choreographer. Did you hire these guys? Uh, I didn't. He okay. he found them and brought them in, and, and then we just rehearsed. I mean, the you're song. doing a good job here. Yeah, I you're think. really going. Do you still got you still got these moves, Cindy? You still? Oh yeah. Can you guys stand by the TV and like uh you know show us a side by side comparison? <laughs> uh. Yeah. Don't you? Dare. How did you? How did you, you? How did you get started dare. with this? I mean, I probably have heard this whole story before, but I don't remember it. How, well, how she did only get, has three minutes, so she better tell it real fast. How did you get started? Uh, does it end at two fifty-five? Yeah, we started late though. Can't we go long? I mean, we can go on. longer. We can go kind longer. of time? Time police? I don't, police have, I don't have to go anywhere. It, yes. And I've, take, I've taken up a lot of her time. Uh, <laughs> how did you get started? Like, I mean, you, so you were somebody who knew how to sign. Right. I, I inter- interpreted the news for the deaf on so Channel 13. So that's how you got started, was interpreting the news. Yes. And then and that I, was just like you applied for it, and it was like, hey, anybody who can sign, come try out? No, I wouldn't ask them about doing this. And, so and you were we calling them so you were calling stuff. them saying, hey. Yeah. And you, so you I, need had to, you need to help. Okay. I had to explain how many people are, that are hearing impaired in the Houston yeah. area and all that stuff. But I, what I did Why don't they know, do it now? Because it's just sub, subtitle technology. Has, has subtitles kind of replaced that need? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. And um but the uh, the thing that was weird was that is that they didn't want to do anything like that because they thought that it would it would uh, be insulting, you know. And so I had to talk them, you know, like kind of talk oh, them into like it. convince them. Is what so they just didn't want to pay you. They didn't pay me. Oh, I, I told them I, would, I said. Well, why I would, would, how I would, would it do be this. insulting? Hmm? Like for deaf people to see that as if like it, it, because it was like it, pandering to them or something. Yeah, I don't oh. know why. They had no idea. So you mean at that they time they're like, we'd rather not even cater to deaf people. They had no idea. we don't want to be pandering to them. But apparently when they got back together, they said, you know, guys, FCC licensing is coming up. And every everything the, the FCC is looking for is that we're doing things for our community. This would be the thing to do is to do the news for the deaf hmm. like and have Lone somebody Star sign Star Community it. Radio. So every Interesting. seven years, the FCC... You know, license, relicense, relapse the lights, license for the different TV stations and stuff, and that's when you need to be going in and getting a, getting something done yeah. because they're, they're something to show that we're doing it. something good. So yes, they, they call you every <laughs> eight years. Yes, and then they then they put you on, and I didn't know they had people watching you to see what your favorability would be, and if you and if they don't think uh. people think that you're good or like you or you're likable or anything like that. Give me the axe. Yeah. Yeah, you're done. The so uh, I thought this was funny because they told me later, they said that you had a good high favorability. And I said, well, that would be really weird if they tried to give the axe to somebody that's trying to interpret the news for the deaf people and that they're going to throw them out. But it was, I just did all that stuff behind the scenes that was going on and which helped get everything done. I mean, God made it all happen. So then that turned into signing with Cindy. Well, no, I went to uh, Channel 8. And told them that I'm I'm getting so much so many uh, requests for teaching classes on sign language. I'd like to do a TV program if it'd be okay, and then I, I don't have to do as many classes. And they go like, "Well, what do you? What would you want to do?" And now they knew who I was and that I did sign language on Channel 13, so that gave me a lot of cred for for them. Yeah. And uh, they said, "Okay, well, we'll talk about it." And <laughs> they said, "I want to sign some music with some cool dancers in the background." <laughs> <laughs> and then, so, like, there's guys like boxing too. This is a really interesting now, gym setup. Now, now see the guys in the back; they're yeah. real boxers. These guys in, in were y'all doing a box? Was this a boxing song, or were they always boxing? I can't play the it's song. called Main Event. Oh, oh, it got kicked off. Yeah. Okay, it's okay the, I see. It's the the song and the words of the song. It All right, last sense. question about your life, Cindy, and or you can talk more if you want. But uh, who? And this maybe you can plead the fifth. Who's the most? famous person that you still have in your cell phone right now based on from your old time as uh, a media mogul nobody nobody you lost me. they didn't have phones. they didn't have 
Yeah, but, but you don't keep up. I mean, you don't have like, uh, you know, there's some. Oh, what's this oh, one? You got that Channel 13 guy, that this weirdo. Is called, uh, this is like The Hills Are Alive or something. Darling. Can she sing it? Is it okay if she sings it? No, I'm trying to think. Will the algorithm catch her? She wasn't a what do you call in baseball? A five, 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 five tool player. Five tool player. She could hit, but not with power. This is called Darling, and it's Reba McIntyre. There you go. And so, and the cows in the background. I'm not showing this to the people. Oh, they can't see it. Oh, okay. They can't see it. Oh, I'll show. I'll give them a little preview. The cows were that. Was that real cows in the background, or was green screen? And and they're moving their head just along with the music. It's pretty cool. Okay. They're so cute. But it was it was so much fun to do because uh, the people that write these letters were so sweet and like you've helped my life. You well, they probably I mean, never just, had anybody do that kind of thing before. No, no, and but I couldn't write them back. I just couldn't. I couldn't yeah. sit well, down and write them back. It was also like the perfect age of technology where there really wasn't anything visual and sign language. Is such yeah. a visual yeah. thing. It's like you could get a book, but that book would be like this thick. Yeah, because they have to show every single hand motion. And closed caption and hadn't come through yet. To I, I watch TV with closed captioning on. I don't know why I've gotten nowhere. I love it. I, it. I do too, because I don't miss any words. I know when they, because you know they're going like, "I told you this one on ten. There's one more time." <laughs> the best part of closed captioning. Like, what did you say? When the back, like if if somebody walks into like a bar. Yeah. And there's like the all the murmuring of all the people. Right. The closed captioning will like say what they're actually saying, like in the corners of the room, and so you'll catch some little pieces that that, that the average person wouldn't uh, wouldn't get. The worst in a movie is when the stars walk up to a helicopter or an airplane that's getting ready to take off, and they have their most important conversation oh, yeah. and scripting right then, and go like, "You guys." Well, whoever sound mixes uh, action movies, they it's like they don't remix it for television so you get like the theater oh, right. mix and then you're at your house and so you got to turn it down to like volume three when the <laughs> yeah, bombs are going off right. and then like the love scene will happen next and they'll be like I can't wish I <laughs> so you got to turn it up to 25 and then all of a sudden right as they kiss another bomb goes off and then you your house is shaking and your kids are waking up <laughs> I, I wish that they could uh w- w- do that a little bit differently but they they don't really seem to care they don't they don't they don't care i just want to see john wick's four. Oh my gosh all. john wick What's this one called? Four. Quantumanium? Oh. No, that's Ant Man. I don't even know what it's called. Quadrilateral. It's got a weird name like that. It's got a name like John Wick. Yeah, Quadrilateral. John four, Wick. John Wick Four. Like John Wick. That. Wick Harder. Or something. Equilibrium. Yeah. Or? Uh, Parabellum was the third one. Yeah. And he keeps following me, and uh, Keanu Reeves, and he keeps following me and trying to get me to uh, follow him back, and I just, you know, I just don't. What are you talking about? Don't do that. What are you talking about? <laughs> You were asking me who my most famous oh, person is. Oh, he's on in your phone. Yeah, he yeah. he's texting Keanu you. Yeah, Kiana, come wants on. Wants me to follow him. I just you know his name is Hawaiian for like beautiful wind or something like that. I don't know. I mean something like that. He's really That's nice. That's cool, I yeah, guess. A little factoid, just something to leave you with. Yeah, something to leave you with. <laughs> is he gonna be in the new Maui movie or whatever? What's it called? Are they making a? Is that like Moana Part Two or something? They're making a live action of it. Oh, is the Rock playing it? I get. It. They made an announcement. I how was does like, he do all the things? How, how does he have any time? I don't know. I just he I didn't have he, to do anything. I just he wish he told what to do. He just washes hair once because his hair is always greasy. He's talking about wet. Keanu. Oh, Keanu. Okay, we're yeah. yeah the Rock doesn't have hair. Keanu. Yeah, I was like, I think he's bald. <laughs> <laughs> wish he'd wash his hair. That's kind of rude. He probably wishes he could too. Uh, okay, I'm just so slow on the uptake. Okay, um, I have to play the. You know, I have to play the uh, stroke card once in a while. <laughs> and so I mean, that's, that's a back pocket move right there. I yeah, love it. Yeah. I didn't see it coming. Yeah, and there's really nothing else. Like, it's a conversation stopper. Uh, okay. Yep. <laughs> All right. Is that what happened in the intro? Oh, a little. Okay. No, yeah. No. Yeah, that's probably what happened in the intro. <laughs> yeah. That was it. Uh, that was Not it. worried I'm about sorry. you, Cindy. Should I be worried? No, he, he, when I first started doing this, I'd just gotten through doing all this uh, strokes yeah. and, and. And I answered the phone. You're alive. <laughs> And he said, so what would be my first clue that you're getting ready to have a stroke? Is uh, meatball. Bowl of meatballs. Yeah. <laughs> that would be a... <laughs> I love you, Sidney. I ever come in with a bowl of meatballs, <laughs> call 911. <laughs> oh, no, she comes with a bag of spaghetti, dude. Like, <laughs> she's wild. Yeah. I love it, Sidney. Uh, I know. It's, it's so... Richard and I have the best relationship, don't we? Yeah, I love it. I look forward to it. And like when she calls me at three a.m., I love it. <laughs> I didn't mean when to. she accidentally. 
It hit his number, and, and I'm looking over, and I went, oh, my God. Well, see, I don't want to be rude, because usually when she calls me, it's like at 7 o'clock, like right when we're like having dinner. Yeah. And I'm like, who would call someone during dinner? That's so rude. But then I'm like, it could be Sydney. Something could be wrong. So I always answer it. And then so and then it got worse. She started calling me like at 9 o'clock. And I'm like, I'm ready. I'm getting in bed. Who would call when I'm getting in bed? That's so rude. And I'm like, oh, it's Cindy. Oh, something's wrong. I better answer oh. it. But the worst is, is and then when she I call calls me on Wednesday at 3 a.m. No, at 6 p.m. She calls me at 3 a.m. And he's bowling. And he goes, just let it ring. Just let it ring. <laughs> oh, and then I nobody nobody her. messes with the Richard. It's, yeah, Richard well, no, bowling. She calls me during bowling. Everyone, at that exact time. Every yeah. single time. And I'm like, Cindy, what do you think I'm doing right <laughs> now? Richard, what's your high score? Uh, I think 278. I think that's pretty, that's pretty good. That's but pretty uh, good. bowled at 279 one time. I, I was on the high school bowling team. I've lost my I've lost my skill. I'm I'm very mediocre now. Did you just do one pin up on me. Yeah. You what's your high score? <laughs> <laughs> what's What's your high score? Uh, yeah, mine's one more than that. So one's, uh, I think it's 279. I had I had <laughs> seven strikes, nine spare, and then strikes the rest of the way out. I think that's 279. But uh. Uh, well, yeah, I was one pin off, but yeah, I bowled super competitively all through high school and then quit, and I lost my bowling balls, and now I'm not. I'm and he's married, and it's now you're married. You I can go throw a 150 uh, every now and then. I can throw a 200 accidentally, but uh, pretty rare. Given these inspirational things every Sunday, yeah, it's not every Sunday, right? No, no, I'm pretty. So he gets something done. I'm like, I'm like four times a year. Four times a year. So you don't even work. What? You only work four times a year? Yeah, full-time salary, four times a year is all I do. No, I mean, there's a lot of other parts of my job than just yeah. that. I'm just kidding. Yeah, He's no, like I'm trying. just kidding. Uh, so where can I go me, to hear you? Tell me then. Uh, well, as soon YouTube. as he finds... Yeah, he's on YouTube. I mean, we've got a channel, Conrad Conor Church of Christ YouTube. Uh, you had to. I don't know. How, I don't know how you'd find them because they don't label them by the speaker. So you may have to watch twenty or thirty of them before you. Uh, before you find <laughs> Let me talk to your media person. That's terrible. <laughs> find out. Um, oh shoot. Is it? Who, uh, no, sh- no, no, no. Tell uh, me the names of your family. Okay, your wife's name is. We do, awesome. ha- we do have to eventually wrap this. Yeah, up. Yeah, let's. Okay, let's just let uh, me just say, say hi to the family. Okay. Yeah, hi uh, to my wonderful wife Lindsay, and then we have Ellen Jude, who just had their birthdays, and then we have our two and a half year old Charlotte, who is uh, crazy. So that is two our two and a half years Fine. ago. Did you say mm-hmm. Ellen Jude? L and Jude. So two, two people. Yeah. So L just turned twelve. Jude just turned nine. Um, so he married a ready-made family. I mean, he already had. There were two. Yeah, yeah, two yeah Ellen's, like the Mark Wahlberg uh, family. Yeah, <laughs> or that movie he was in. <laughs> yeah, what's oh, that yeah. called? Uh, yeah. Instant Family. Instant Family. Is that <laughs> what uh, you're talking about? That's what no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm just kidding. No, married into married into some kids, but it's been uh, a blast and super busy. And we had a third, and uh, that's been really exciting and fun, but also crazy and stressful and all those things. So. Uh yeah, Hands are, life is full. Now. now you can be the family minister. Uh yeah. So they so. hear you practice all the time. They're like, practice in front of us, Daddy. No, if, what's funny is sometimes like uh, my wife will want me to like practice in front of her, and I don't, I can't do it. It's too awkward. I, I don't know. There's something funny where it's like I could, I'd be much more comfortable getting up in front of like 600 people and yeah. doing it than in front of like one or two. It's much more like uh, there's, I don't know. There's something like it's too vulnerable. I'm not looking for that direct feedback, you know. It's yeah. like, and, and if it's not, it, oh, this guy shifted. <clears throat> yeah, and, it, and also like, if, until it's done, it's not done. So you don't want to like pull the cake out of the oven early, you know. Right. You got to kind of right. let it bake all the way through before you, uh, before you open yourself up. Good so analogy. Cindy Land is playing. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. What do you think? Here we go. Uh, I want to thank our sponsor, Chris Wooten. Uh, Wooten Financial. Way to go, Wooten! You have a sponsor, Chris Wooten. Yeah. Hey. Do you know Chris? Wooten? No, I don't. But that's Everybody really great. Everybody knows Chris Wooten. I do. Yeah, he's okay. wonderful. Love him. No, but if you need any uh, financial help with your retirement, mm. be sure and you know. I know God's got. Yeah. Great yeah. Your yeah. But we still got to be stewards, though. We still got to take yeah. care of our money. That's right. That's right. So you go see uh, the Wooten Financial Group, and uh, listen, guys. We're going to have a great time next week. I have no idea who's going to be on. But Chris, you have, you have but Peyton on tomorrow. They just responded. They, rep- they, responded. they responded. I've got an eighth grader. Or yeah, she's an eighth grader going to be performing at the Conroe Crossroads. What? Eighth graders is going to be performing on Crossroads. Conroe There's 42 Crossroads. shows, 11 venues with one city at the Conroe Yeah, Crossroads. she's one of them. She goes to Covenant oh, Conroe, Covenant Christian. Conrad? What does she play? Is she an instrument? Guitar? Yeah, she's a singer-songwriter. Oh, sweet. So she's a singer-songwriter in eighth grade, and so she's going to be on... T- not tomorrow. On Tuesday? On, not I, Tuesday. I asked her tomorrow because you go, can you get her tomorrow? <laughs> she's not going to be tomorrow. She's going to be on next. She's going to be tomorrow. No, she's not. You're kidding me right now. You literally told me to ask for tomorrow. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, that's right. Because I don't have a Thursday. I thought I had a Thursday, but I don't have a Thursday. 
These are great on-air conversations for y'all to be. <laughs> well, no, like we literally had this conversation right before. I was like, "Do you want me to ask right now, or I can Tomorrow, get her?" We have Peyton. <laughs> Woo! Hey, what's your last name? Don't should you say it? Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, uh, I think her stage name. Let me give oh, me a there second. We go. Do, 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 Peyton. Peyton. Peyton Riley. Peyton Riley. That's her stage name. Okay, okay. Peyton she's, Riley would be here. She's eighth grade. Yeah, she's on Spotify. She's on. Oh all no stuff. way! So if you want to check okay. her out, oh, check her out on Spotify, and uh, check her out tomorrow, right here, two o'clock, live streaming into your home, into your ear sockets. Look. Okay, all right. Anyway, first responders, we love you so much. We respect you. We think you're awesome, and thank you for being there for us at all times. Okay, everybody, have a good day, night. Every week, people ask the same two questions. Are they ready to retire? Will their savings last for their lifetimes? Hi, this is Chris Wooten with Wooten Financial Group. Our firm has been in Montgomery County for decades, but the hopes and dreams of the people we serve never change. We help answer these two questions and many more that people have about their uncertain financial future. We have a simple introductory client experience that allows us to get to know the client and includes a few meetings for the client to kick the tires at no charge. We provide a concise one-page summary that helps the client get a better handle on which questions are the right questions for them. To learn more about Wooten Financial Group's process of helping their clients to a clearer financial future, and to see their contact information, visit Cindy Cochran's show page on IRLoneStar.com forward slash TCCS. Wooten Financial Group is a proud sponsor of the Cindy Cochran Show. Wooten Financial Group is available by phone at 936-449-5952 or visit them on the web at www.wootenfinancial.com. That's www.wootonfinancial.com. This program is sponsored by the Wooten Financial Group. It is not the intent of Wooten Financial Group to render or offer personalized investment advice or financial planning advice through this radio program or any related website. Wooten Financial Group's participation in this program is limited to providing general information on financial matters and should not be construed as financial recommendation or investment advice. Investment advisory services are offered through Game Plan Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor registered with the Securities and Exchange Commission and the State of Texas. Insurance services are offered through Wooten Financial Group, Inc. Game Plan Advisors and Wooten Financial Group, Inc. are affiliated through common ownership and neither firm is affiliated with The Cindy Cochran Show. No listener should assume that any information presented and or made available on this program serves as the receipt of or a substitute for personalized individual advice from Game Plan Advisors, Wooten Financial Group, or any of their representatives. Are you interested in learning more about preparing quick health